0: Writers, Welcome to Writing YA with Poppy. I'm Poppy Solomon, an editor and author assistant who specialises in young adult fiction. I created this podcast to start discussions with writers, offer advice on writing, publishing and book marketing and talk about my favourite genre, YA. You can find me on Instagram as Poppy's Vintage Books and LinkedIn under Poppy Solomon. You can also visit my website which I'll link below. I am so happy you're here and I can't wait to talk teen fiction with you today. Let's start. Hey writers, I can't believe we are already up to episode three. This is honestly been really fun. I really like sharing these little podcasts and uh, today's is gonna be a pretty short one, but I hope you still find some value because we're talking about writing advice to avoid. So there is just so, so much writing advice out there. I mean, you go on Google and <laughs> there's millions of things that are gonna come up. You can read millions of books on it. You know watch videos and lectures and all these different things or even get feedback on your own work there is always going to be more than enough writing advice out there but the thing is a lot of it can be contradictory and a lot of it doesn't apply to you so every genre is different every writer is different and sometimes you're going to get advice that doesn't work for you and you sort of have to learn to be a little intuitive with your writing and know When to say, okay, yep, this is definitely something I want to take on board or try out. Or say, no, this is not me. This is not something that I want to do. So the other thing is, yes, some things are 99% of the time, like things like grammar rules or just conventions of genres and things like that, where most of the time, yeah, you probably do want to do that thing. But even then, even these really set rules... Can be broken and so you really really do need to learn as a writer when to break the rules when to do your own thing yes you do need to think about what your audience wants to read because your readers are important but at the end of the day i believe every book has a reader every writer has a reader and i think that people should yeah some some writers do write to their genre they want to write to sell books predominantly rather than to write because maybe they want to write a book that they genuinely want to write. I'm sure they still do enjoy the process of writing, but it's not really a book that they want to write. It's a book that they want to sell. So you do also have to think about that. Am I writing this book for me or am I writing this book for my audience? And from there, you can sort of start to figure out, Okay, what am I going to take on and what am I not going to take on? Okay, let's get into it. These are my three types of writing advice to avoid. And remember, like I said, these are there there are so many types of writing advice out there. So I'm not gonna go specific and not say ignore this exact rule. What I'm gonna say is these are some things that you should learn to be able to become more intuitive about taking on advice and making that decision. So the first writing advice to avoid is anything that opposes your voice. So although grammar rules are really important they aren't always the right way to go when you're fiction writing. And this is especially in YA as well, because we're writing about teenagers and for teenagers. And teenagers aren't... It's not to say that they're not smart and they can't be eloquent and intelligent, but they do speak with their own slang, they do speak with their own phrases, and they're not going to talk really formally most of the time. So you do have to actually learn to bend the rules with grammar. So. If it opposes your voice or your character's voice, that's the type of writing advice to think about really hard because you have to decide whether that's important to you. And for me, the most important thing isn't really grammar, it's readability. So yeah, sometimes, and I actually think we spoke about this in the last podcast as well actually, Um, but the most important thing when you're thinking about grammar and voice is Does this make sense to the reader? Read it out loud and think, okay, is this something that my reader can understand? Or is it something that is just way too confusing and complex? Because sometimes you can try too hard to write a voice that's too effective. So it, it just becomes very, very confusing. And I've been there and I've read books like that. And it's just at the end of the day, you don't want your reader to have to work too hard to read your book. You want them to just enjoy it. So just be wary of that there are always going to be people who don't like your voice and don't like your writing style. So that's another thing to remember when we're talking about advice that opposes your voice is some people just won't vibe with what you're saying. They won't like the way you write. There are a lot of authors who, you know, I love, who other people think, "Oh no, I don't like their style at all." And writers that I really don't like their writing voice, and other people call it incredible. So You're always going to have haters, and that is just fine. So you always have to remember, if a lot of people are saying, no, I think you should change this style a little bit because it's just, it's maybe too hard to read, like I was saying before, it just doesn't make sense. Then yeah, really think and do some introspection about, do I need to change this voice a little bit? So let's talk about my second piece of advice to avoid. My advice on avoiding advice Uh, negative comments about your characters so constructive criticism is one thing it's always good to get constructive criticism good feedback that's honest and kind and reasonable but sometimes people are just negative sometimes people aren't gonna vibe with your characters they're just not gonna like them and it's really just about the individual reader's taste so one person might hate them another might love them. And the first book that comes to mind when I think about that is My Year of Rest and Relaxation, in which the main character is supposed to be so horribly unlikable. She's just this awful, awful person. And so many people really, really hate that book because they just could not connect with it. Whereas for me and a lot of others who really love that book... We just find it hilarious and we love the way that it looks into this type of person and who they are and how they think. So really it's when people say things about your characters, once again, it's something that you have to be intuitive about. You have to say, okay, is this something that, you know, I really think, yeah, I could improve this character or is it something that you think, no, I'm going to stand my ground on this. This is who they are. This is how I want them to be and this is how I'm keeping it. So obviously you have to remember that characters have their character arc in the book. They don't have to necessarily, but that's the recommended way. And of course today we're talking about not always taking advice. Uh, But you do want them to have an arc. So maybe they are unlikable at the start and towards the end they become a little bit nicer or, you know, more, (laughs) less annoying or something like that. So it is important to remember that you might have a character who's not very likeable at the start, but gets better throughout. So you can definitely do this in a lot of different ways, but the main thing is to remember it's your story. You don't have to have the character change, you don't have to have every character be perfect and likeable. Because that's super boring. I mean, maybe some people would be into that, but most people won't. Because as we've talked about before, we don't want perfect characters, we want realistic characters. So I want you, when you get feedback on your characters, when people don't like them or they're saying things that you're not sure about. Just really, really sit with it and see if it feels right and think, okay, can I get into this person's head, the reader, not the character, can I get into the reader's head and realise where they're coming from? Where is this advice coming from? Is it from a place of real criticism, objective criticism, or is it just their personal taste? and this is something I definitely relate to because I had some beta readers earlier this year, maybe even last year, yeah it was last year, Um, I had some beta readers for my novel An Enchanted Earth, the urban fantasy that I'm currently querying, and a lot of people really didn't connect with one of my main characters, Sage, who I wrote her to be quite unlikable, I wanted her to have a lot of moral struggles and to be selfish and stubborn because she represents that side of myself and obviously over the course of the book she changes but throughout she falters and people really didn't like it they really i don't want to say they hated her but they did not connect with her at all they didn't really understand why she was being so mean and to me i was like this makes an interesting character but to a lot of people they said "Mm, no we don't like her so that's somewhere that i decided okay i'll compromise i will make it more obvious where she's coming from, I'll make her more likeable in the sense that people can understand her motivations and why she sometimes lashes out, why she's selfish. That way I think, I hope that I've created a much more likeable character out of her without losing her essence, so I really recommend trying that, trying to think okay well maybe I don't 100% agree with these comments but obviously there's something wrong because the thing that I'm trying to do is not connecting So it might not necessarily be that the character is bad in some way, or sorry, unlikable in some way, but just that you haven't quite met the mark on coming across in the right way with how you're writing that character. So you just basically need to make the reader empathize with them more. So this last tip on advice to avoid is a pretty basic, pretty short one, and it's just about point of view and tense. And I see a lot of writers struggle with this, with, should I write my book in first person or third person? Should I write it in past tense or present tense? And so many people seem very confused on this, or they want to get other people's opinions on it and do polls and say, should I write my book this way? Or do you prefer to read it that way? And that's just really not the way to go. It's about your writing style and your book and your voice. Because each of those types of writing, each point of view and each type of tense has a very different vibe. It has a different way that you read it. For me, first person present tense is my favorite because that's what I connect with the most. I find that you get right deep into the character's head and you're right in the story in the moment. That's what I absolutely love. And that's what I write. And I also love multiple points of view because you're getting into the heads of multiple characters, it's just that is what I absolutely love. But for other people, they really hate that. They don't like present tense, they like past tense, or they might not like first person, they prefer third person. Third person definitely comes across as a bit more formal, and you have a bit more range because you can get out of the character's head and really have your own voice as the author, write more flowery and poetic a little bit, where your main character's voice might not be especially if you're writing YA a teenager is probably not going to talk in really flowery prose they're just going to talk very simply so those are some things even I struggle with sometimes I write something I think that is a gorgeous gorgeous sentence but my main character who is 16 or 17 she would never ever say that <laughs> so there are a lot of different ways to you know you, you'll struggle sometimes with deciding what point of view and tense you want to write from Obviously, that's not the topic of this blog. We're talking about advice to avoid. So what I want to say, and you know what? Maybe we should do a blog post on choosing your point of view and tense for your novel. That would be, did I say a blog post, a podcast? That would be really interesting and fun. So maybe we'll do a poll and get some people's opinions. That would be really fun. But the point is, I have to stop rambling. (laughs) The point is that if someone says, I didn't like your book because it was in first person. I didn't like your book because it was in past tense, things like that. That is just not, it's not constructive criticism. That's just personal opinion. And I don't want you to listen to that unless you really feel like you could tell your story in a better way if you change the perspective or the tense. So like I was saying before, for me, I love first person, present tense because it brings me into the head of the character and into the moment and the action. Whereas other writers will love a third person, past tense, it creates a sort of atmosphere and it creates more range, like I said, but you're also, there's this degree of separation from the character. So you definitely do have to, like, make these decisions on, yeah, there's pros and cons for everything. There's no right or wrong. I think most people tend to prefer third person past tense because that's the most natural classic way I think first person feels a lot more modern and a lot more young adult a lot of the time but um yeah at the end of the day it's your story and it's also what you feel better with writing as long as it's consistent so things like making sure that you're not swapping around the tenses and going between a lot of beginner writers really really struggle with tense and also with head hopping so when you're writing from one point of view, and you end up starting to talk about what another character's thinking or feeling, things like that. So there are those things that, it's really just about consistency, and that's correct. But regardless of if you're choosing first person, third person, whatever, it's your choice. I know I've said that a million times in this podcast today, but it's your choice. You're the author, it's your world, you know? You're God, and your book is your world. And you can do whatever you choose to. And other people's opinions at the end of the day, unless you're worried about sales, like I've said, other people's opinions don't matter. It's your book. And so that's the main thing that I want to just really, really, really drive home in this podcast is your book is your book. And so many beginner writers and even writers who have quite a bit of experience get so, so bogged down. In advice because there's so so much advice out there or feedback or reviews and negativity or positivity and there's just so so much and it's just this big tangle of all these different contradicting things so at the end of the day I want you to write your story I want you to write something you love something you're passionate about and you make the calls or you make the decisions and write something that you would want to read that's the main thing write something that you would want to pick up off the shelf Because that's how great books happen, as far as I'm concerned. So it's up to you and go and write something amazing and tell me all about it. Okay, those are my three tips on writing advice to avoid. I'm sorry that that was an extremely rambly rambly podcast. I um, I think I'm getting a little too confident with uh, my podcasting now and less worried about making mistakes and rambling on. Because I'm just having too much fun with it and I love to talk. Uh, But yeah, please tell me, if you listen to this, please tell me what you think. Tell me about your books. Tell me about a time that you've had some writing advice or feedback that you chose to ignore. Or writing advice or feedback that you chose to take on. Or what your decisions were, what your thought process was. Tell me all about it. Let's talk. I'd love to know about what you're working on. I love to chat. So please, please do get in touch. And yeah, tell me, tell me what you're working on because I would love to hear about it. So happy writing, have a lovely weekend, probably be posting this tomorrow, so it'll be a beautiful Saturday. And yeah, happy writing. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Writing YA with Poppy podcast. To chat with me or to get more writing, publishing and book marketing tips, you can follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn or visit my website. I'll link them all below. See you soon and happy writing.